Oh! Oh, hello. All right, let's do this one last time. Warning. Marvel and R&D contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended. As I told you a long time ago. Go fuck yourself. I got invitations right here. Enough for everybody. Are you ready? I was born ready, motherfucker. You Spider-Man, given a job to do. I played the long game, Mr. Castle. That's my secret, Cat. Underoos! We're in the end game now. He looks like an asshole. He's a criminal, that's who he is. I am. Well, that's just as fascinating as the first 89 times you told me that. What is up, everybody? It is time once again for Marvel on RMD, the Moon Knight edition on Rayman Digital. However you found us, remember, rate, review, subscribe, and it helps us out a ton. I am your host, the one and only Bobby D, and with me in the studio is David. Hello! And Greg. Hi. Hi. All right, this week we'll be getting into what is the mid-season... Um, <laughs> I like that it's fucking six episodes. I know. And we're like, we're talking about the mid-season episode. It's episode three. Mid-season episode. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I come from an era of when uh, 22, 23 episodes, and I was so sick of it by the mid-season. Um, I'm always happier with the shorter seasons. I think these actually work better Yeah. Um, for storytelling and everything else, because it's not like... When we were breaking down Flash and Arrow and all that for the 22, 23 episodes, to be like, and this week's villain of the week in filler episode has to do with so-and-so. We never saw the big bad. We never had an advancement the in the villain story of this line. episode is the gynecologist. Yes. And and that's the beautiful thing about like what we're seeing with Marvel nowadays is like they can't afford filler episodes. But I think Marvel's also smart in knowing that if they give everybody these short seasons, they want more. Because and actually, they 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 put so much into the seasons, they're like, okay, cool. What's next? But actually, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is Moon Knight the shortest one? Uh, I because I WandaVision think, had, I want to say eight. But eight. But when you, when you, I think if we were to add up time, it's the same because these episodes have been, I think, an hour. Th- they're clocked at an hour, so it's probably what forty some odd minutes. Some of the WandaVisions were twenty two, twenty three minutes. But that's, but that's my thing is that the. The even like because even with, um, when I watched Loki, and it got to the end of Loki, like you had your ending, they wrapped it up, but then you're just like, well, what happens now? Yes, and I think that's smart on Marvel because then that's 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 going to get people to come back and want to watch more, well, or at least or at least want to see what happens next. And like a second season happens, cool. If it second season works out, we can keep going. Maybe make a movie, but. I, a lot of these I've always considered like almost, and I don't even know if they still do this. Remember when the point ones used to come out for comics? That oh would, yeah, that would be like you know the kind of let's get you introduced to these characters. Yeah. Let's see what they've it'd been be, doing. It'd be a jumping on point in whatever story was going on at the time. Yeah, so like you and know so, if they were, if DC or Marvel was doing their you know fiftieth end of the universe event for the year. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, hey, catch up on what you missed in the point one of X Men. Yeah. So we've got 70 X-Men teams now. We don't know what the fuck to name them. (laughs) Here's your tie in Wolverines and all of them. That's it. (laughs) Yes. Um, Who's selling books this month? Put them in everything. Right. Um, So we get into it this week. And again, this is the mid season. And I, I think 
we all had like this expectation coming into this show that it was gonna be different. It yeah. is not different. No, it's it's diff it's it it's is di- different. It's different enough for the average fan to be like, ooh, this is different. Well, it's it's different as in it's trying to show another side of Marvel, but then again, the f- the format and the formula is still the same. It, dude, it, yeah. it, it, it is no different than any CSI or Law and Order. You could put whatever title you want at the end of it. It is still the same formula. Yes. But yeah, but it's, but also <laughs> it, this is special victims unit versus the regular one. <laughs> These guys get touched a lot. These guys don't. <laughs> One's got Marisha Hargitay. One doesn't. So I, I that that's the way I feel about it, and it's not like a bad thing because, like Greg, you said. For the average like viewer, it it feels familiar. It's fine. Yeah, but also too, it's it's one of those things where they've got this show out, and yeah, they could they could have kept it going dark, and, and they could have gotten darker. But I think I even said it uh, when we talked about episode one that they're this is going to be a feeler season. Like they're going to feel it out, and they're going to go dark. They're going to kind of lighten it a bit, and then go dark and go darker, and see how dark they can go before people are like, "Look, I don't want my kid watching this." Because also they want to make sure when a kid goes to the park and they see Moon Knight at Avengers Campus, they're going to want to buy Moon Knight merchandise. Yes. Which, they don't want to have Moon Knight nightmares. Which I sent. Thanks, a, David, for the fucking shitty ass pun. What a <laughs> <but> um, <laughs> um, Which is absolutely true. You know, we kind of called it that when these characters were going to be introduced, that they would be walking around Avengers Campus at Disney. Yeah. And there was pictures this week of Moon Knight on the railing. Well, he was already waving. there. He was already there when episode one came out. Oh, he was. It was that early. Yeah. Like the, the, the that that next day, like there were already pictures up on Instagram. Of people like, Ooh, guess who's already showing up on Avengers Campus? No shit. Like what? Like, I mean, you know, th- that's marketing. That's that's fucking smart you know marketing like 100 percent, you know and because people that know who he is are gonna go oh that's moon knight people that don't know who he is are gonna google it and go oh that's moon or they're gonna be oh i watched the show on disney plus and he's already there yeah oh fucking cool yeah but for some strange reason people just want to shit all over everything sometimes because like i was really excited to actually see that Right from the get-go, they immediately say, no, Moon Knight's officially here. He's he's right in Avengers Campus. That's fine. He's an official team member. And it's like, instead, you hear people, like, just grumping about it. And I never understood that. Because I'm like, but why it, are you grumping about well, it? Well, it's, so, for those, for those listeners that have heard me on uh, Otaku Force, or actually really, uh, yeah, plug in the show, or when I was on uh, Back to Tank, uh, I fucking held nothing back from people bitching about shit about shit like that, and it's like if you're bitching that he's already at Avengers Campus, or if you're bitching about, you know, Moon Knight or or whatever that that Disney does with Marvel, here's here is the easiest way for you to not have to get stressed out about it, to get angry about it. Change the fucking channel. Then I want to I want you to take that remote. Once you take that remote to use to change the channel, I want you to shine that son of a bitch real nice and then turn that son of a bitch sideways and shove it straight up your candy ass. So because we didn't talk about wrestling in our pre-show, we had to bring up <laughs> wrestling here. Wrestling. What? <laughs> oh, God. Don't get him started. Don't get him started. I didn't say anything back. Um, 
So, Sorry, I had to. I, it, it was it no, was, it's perfect. It's it it works. Um, it's part of our chemistry. <laughs> so, uh, what? Again, so they follow the formula of this week. Our hero is going to fall into some trouble. Yes, and now the rest of the episodes will be about him kind of making up for it. But yes. yeah, it's. I still like the pace that they have on the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, like one hundred percent. It's and 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 I get you saying like it's it's the formula and everything, but I, I outside of the formula, just in in a general term. I've liked the pacing of this because they're not putting too much out there to where you go, well, fuck, what about this? Because I even watch it with Casey and normally she'd be like, well, what about this? What about that? She she'll, she asks questions on somebody who doesn't know the character. Yes. And during this episode, during one part where, you know, uh, they're in trouble and Leah's like, you know, summon the suit. And yeah. he's like, no, no. And Casey goes, well, why won't he summon the suit? And... I go, that's, I go, that's the thing is that it, it's like an internal conflict. The suit will easily make, make, suit will make it all easy. Yeah. But there's always a cost. There's always a cost to it. And so he's trying to minimize that cost because once he's done, Conchie's like, I want Layla. Yes. And so I or, try to- Or even worse, it, once- He's used up. That just means another personality might t- come in. And yeah, just he'll be forgotten. But and I was trying to explain that, and I kind of explain. I tried to explain that to Casey, like say this is how this character works, is that there's all these personalities, but also the fact that he's Conchu's avatar. There's a price to pay for the powers that he has. Yeah, and whether that's physical or mental, that's going to start taking its toll. And <clears throat> I think what we saw in this episode. Was that starting to happen? Yeah. Was that between Mark and Steven, the, the, his mental stability is, is starting to waver. Yeah, because it's starting to crack. And then on top of that, the one thing that was really cool was actually seeing the fact that Moon Knight has his own rules that he has to follow because he follows a pantheon of gods that yeah. have their own rules and their own quote-unquote Laws, laws that they have to abide now, by. I was really pissed uh, during that scene. Really, I was I was really pissed because I'm like, all of you motherfuckers know how bad Amit is. All of you know that, but you're all just like, oh well, Conchu's an asshole, so we're just gonna go ahead and focus on that. Well, because you you gotta remember that it's the balance. No, no, I and I, no. the fact that Conchu could not prove that. Haro was doing something bad but my but and this is my this is my one gripe with that is if these are gods and they're all um they're omnipotent and shit like that and they're powerful it would be easy to check just see it to just see it to yeah. to you know to look into Haro's mind or to you know have have one you know have their avatar follow them or ha- you know something like just to be like you know Concha we're gonna humor you here but we think you're still full of shit but it was automatically you've caused us trouble again. Yeah, you do it again. We're in, we're imprisoning you in a in a stone. In stone. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, man, fuck these guys. Like fuck them, all of them, <laughs> except for the uh, the one girl. Music yeah, and art. yeah. She was just like, I want to help you, but you can't. I, I they can't know. Yeah. 
And I'm like, okay, so at least there's one that's fucking intelligent. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's the thing they alluded to is like all the gods have their own agendas. And I, the one thing that got me giddy was seeing, I don't know if people have noticed it, but Hathor. Hathor is a big thing because the fact that Hathor is tied to Black Panther, her avatar was dressed in Wakandan garb. So I was actually really, it was kind of cool seeing, that was one of my comic book giddy moments because I would go, okay, they're showing that. They're showing that there's a tie. There's to, a tie to, the to, to Moon Knight. And, and I saw that and I thought that was cool. But again, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, like, is this like one of those things to where are they going to be like, well, they're just showing gods are flawed. That, that's what it feels like. It and feels like, because like, also you got to remember in the MCU, they have been portraying gods in a very weird way where all the gods have their own flaws. Like look at, yes, Thor. We know Thor is the superhero, but still he represents Norse mythology, Norse yeah. gods. So you have Odin, who's very flawed. Loki, of course. And Thor, who's probably the most th- flawed of all of them. But that's, and well, I mean, I mean, you could say you, we can, all, all the gods in, in any pantheon have, have a flaw. Even, even the Eternals. It, yeah. It's, it's, and it's, and it's, it's something that humanizes them. But also it's like their hindrance is something that we also deal with. So, yeah. so I just, I just kind of repeat a saying it humanizes them, which I didn't mean to do. I had another thought, but it didn't come out. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is that, yeah, they're flawed, but at the same time, in my mind, they'd be like, well, if Amit was such an issue back then, and if Khonshu's making this big deal that he's trying to resurrect Amit, we should look into it. Uh, Reformed. That's what prisons do. Yeah, you know, but they're, but <laughs> maybe, <laughs> not really, but. Um, come out a better man. You know, sometimes. Um, other times you just come out extra crispy. Um, that was an electrocute joke, but anyways. Oh. Um, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> You'll be here all week. Yeah, right? <laughs> if you're waiting. Try the feel, really. No, take it off. <laughs> uh, but to where like they would be like, okay, l- let's at least see if there's some validity to what Khonshu's saying. So they summon Haro. And then he's like, Khonshu broke me. He touched me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, man, yeah, Conchu, fuck you, man. You're, what you're saying is bullshit. But then it's like. Yeah. W- but, way, way to ask the guy that was doing the wrong. Right. Like, that's that's like sitting there like, the, 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 like it reminded me back when I was a, like when I was in fucking fourth grade and I was getting bullied. And she's like, well, just tell him to stop. I've done that. You do something. <laughs> well, he's not. He, he says he didn't do anything. I, if, unless I watch him do it, it didn't happen. Exactly. And so then one day I kicked the kid down the fucking a fucking hill. It was a steep hill too. The fucker deserved it, and I got in trouble. <laughs> and the, but nobody. And, but here's the thing: nobody saw it. He ran, told the teacher. I'm the one who gets fucking in trouble. But think about that. That is exactly what the gods do. But that's what the, and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. They sat there and like Haro. Is there truth to this? No. No. <laughs> no. As he's and it's just like it's like seeing they're asking like. You know, John Wayne Gacy or Ed Gein or any of those guys. Did you kill those people? Well, not only did no, he. as he, they're fucking cleaning the knife. knife no. no. Not only did he deny it, he also just brought up, like, old shit. Yes. Like, well, you know, he's kind of fucked up in the head. He's got all these personalities and stuff. Ain't that right? He's broken. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, like hey, he, stop he, pointing out my flaws. The Like, stop deflecting. 
Who was who? Who was the the psychic in the nine or the air quotes the psychic in the nineties that had a TV show where he would sit there and he would oh my god cold read the shit out of everybody. I, re- I remember what you're talking yeah, because they had a fucking, South Park yeah, thing. That's about fucking Haro. He cold he, he fucking cold readed all the fucking gods. Yeah, he's and, like I'm thinking of of a time uh, somebody did something bad and the name begins with a K. AK maybe is there K, a K? Is there a K in the K in it? Conchu? That's it. Conchu did a lot of bad oh, shit, shit, and he's fucked up. <laughs> and he's fucked. Wait, what? <laughs> You just fucking like you, in, he okey doked them. He okey doked them. Fucking in in a court of law that you you were leading the witness. Yes, like and it's it sucks because you're you're like you're sitting there like fuck. Come on, man, just like like just fuck like we, we can't do anything because it's like this weird like possession talk shit that like you know yeah. like, and I'm just like. But like you give Faharo like the ability to just like walk around and be like, hey, like I'm walking in here, sandals full of glass, motherfuckers. Hee <laughs> Like that, and, the, and none of the gods thought that's kind of fucked up. Like you can still hear it. You can still hear it. That's like, the cool the, thing too. Stepping on glasses and fucking silent. But just like what you said though, all of a sudden, even though as ridiculous as it sounds, when you take when you look at it logically, as ridiculous as it sounds, it's still relatable to the point where you can see that happening in real life because we've all probably had we've that happen all at had one time, it happen or, another. One, at one time you know, or another. Whether, you, like Greg said, you know his bullying thing, or if he had siblings or anything else, it was just like, well, you know, so and so, you know, did this. Well, Bobby cheated on his test. I'm like, what did that have to do with anything? They bring it up, and then you're like, what does that have to do? What does this have to fucking do with anything? Yeah, like stop like, bringing up old shit. Like if these if these gods are as intelligent and like these higher beings as they're supposed to be. They're fucking stupid. Like, and the the thing that basically for me made it kind of work too was the fact that Mark is de- Mark is quote unquote broken, so it's very difficult for him to actually defend but, himself. Because think about it, he's also in the point where he doesn't even trust Conchu because Conchu has threatened him before. That basically, oh, you don't do it. Guess what? I'm gonna take Layla. And then there's that. That's why that conflict within Mark, it made sense to, that was his breaking point. But, but here's, and, and with him breaking or, you know, him kind of losing control of who's in charge. Yes. Went further this week. Oh yeah. And you get a scene where he's in, he's in Egypt. He's been in, he was at, he, he showed up in Egypt in the last episode. Yeah. He's looking for uh, Sefu. Is that he said? Was that Sefu's? Sefu. Sefu's sarcophagus, because that's the key to finding Amit's tomb without the scarab. Well, Layla shows up to help him. But leading up to that, he finds some of uh, Haro's men. And there's two scenes, two, right? If I'm, there's two scenes where he blacks out. Yes. And wakes up. And he thinks it's Stephen. And. Steve, Mark thought Steven did it, and Steven thought that Mark did it. And Mark's like, I didn't do this. Okay, now, let, let, let's call back to episode one. Has Jake been around the whole time? Oh, I, I have a gut feeling Like, every, like is the blackout the so third I think, I think, personality? I think the blackouts in the beginning were Mark. Okay. I, I think. I'm probably wrong, but you it, know what? Now, now, think, now thinking about it from episode one to episode three. Exactly. Jake. It, the like, blackouts have to be Jake. It, like the the third, like you know, we we've talked about the multiple personalities for all the three episodes. And when I saw the throwback to 
this and they had that conversation with themselves because they're acknowledging that these two exist it seems like the blackouts are the third personality the third coming personality. through that we didn't know from episode one. Especially since in the very end, that monologue with Haro, where he basically tells Khonshu that, you know, I really enjoyed the pain. I enjoyed. He, he enjoyed de- delving out. Delving the pain. the pain. And that that was something that Khonshu built in him. So automatically I was like, okay, the blackouts, that's a third personality that Khonshu built inside of Mark so that Mark can do the things that probably were very, very seedy, which leads me to, it led, which led me to Mark actually can do think. the things that he's comfortable with doing. He's, yes. To, he, he'll go to the line that he, that he won't cross, but think about it. The, the, the three kills that he did, that's he true. wasn't, he wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. No, but that's the thing is that we like, like we, and we've said this, we said this during the review for episode two, that episode that episodes five and six are going to be huge because like we said, the, the mainstream reviewers only got four episodes Yes, or we're sent four episodes. So five and six have to be something big. Like episode five has to have like, a, like the whole thing has to be a big buildup and six has to be the payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in or even four can start the build up, and then five's kind of the. I think that's what it's gonna happen. Yeah, I think four is gonna be end up being like the cliffhanger. That's and then gonna, five's gonna be like the meat of of the the mm-hmm. climax, mm-hmm. and then six is gonna be the, the epilogue. The epilogue and what's next? Yeah, and, and I, I I think we're getting there. And again, sometimes when you go and like I said, if you were to watch it in a row versus. Episode by episode. episode by episode, like you wonder how many people picked up on, okay, maybe the blackout scenes were this third personality and how many people even understand that, okay, there is, a, or even picked up that that conversation happened and there is a third personality. There, there's a third personality. Yeah. Um, so it, it's like, it's smart writing like that, you know, in setup that like they've actually storyboard this whole thing is like, and if that's the way it went that, okay, episode one, we're going to put these blackout scenes in. And episode three, we're going to have the same blackout scenes for all these gruesome deaths. And then, you know, four will probably explain it a little bit more to lead into five and six. I feel that I feel that in four at some point. Uh, Jake's going to be introduced. Well, yes. it, it was one of those. I think it's going to be the cliffhanger. I, well, that's what I think. I don't, I don't think they're going to introduce him like midway through the show. Yeah, I think it's going to be at the very end. Something's going to happen and Lisa's going to be like Mark and he's going to turn him. He's like, my name's not Mark. Or no, the, the, there is she's no mark. There's see, only Zool. She, <laughs> pretty much. But she, you're gonna. Are I you think, the key master? I think what's gonna happen is like at the very end, she's gonna see Mark do something that's gonna horrify her, and then she's gonna realize that's not Mark and it's not Steven. Well, so I'm gonna build on that by what Haro's Haro said to Layla about her dad. Yes. Which I'm gonna say that it wasn't Mark that killed him. Jake. It was Jake. Yeah. Which honestly, as a Moon Knight fan, makes complete sense. Well, because it, it it's coming about that Jake is the one that gets it done. Yeah. Well, also Jake, the personality of Jake in the comics, he's the more brutal one. He's the one that basically you cross him, he doesn't care. He has no moral code. You cropped us and you son of a bitch. You're fucking dead. Yeah. He will. He's, he's basically. Is he, is he Italian? 
kind of when you think about it. When when I think about that character now I'm in the that comics, fucking Joe Pesci from fucking Goodfellas, you step on my shoe. He's kind of you like step on my fucking shoe. You piece of shit. You stepped on my fucking shoe. Like Jake is kind of like that Italian mobster, because everyone always, uh, everyone basically in the comics feels that Jake is the Bruce Wayne. Is he? If he. Comes out and has a fucking Italian accent. I was oh, dude, say, I will it, crack up. I will lose my shit, and I will be like, I, I called it. Oscar, Oscar's just like, um, they're like, what accents do you do? Uh, shitty British and Italian, and a shitty Italian, <laughs> and I do a st- I do a stereotypical Italian. I'm fucking from, I'm an Italian from fucking Brooklyn over here. I mean, fucking come on, I make the gabagool. <laughs> but dude, wouldn't that be hilarious to us? And in the very end of episode four. Jake tur- Jake shows up and then we see yeah oh, Jake's no. the hitman. I'm 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 that's what I'm expecting because in that way 5 and 6 can be I don't say great but then you have like okay so Jake's in the mix now so you have all three of them. Yes. And then you have 5 and 6 of them like who's who's really in who's, control? Who's who, they're going to be all jockeying for control and Th- does Jake have a different suit? Normally in the comics, no, because okay. Moon Knight's supposed to only... And the thing that I like in this is they've been showing that Moon Knight, the personalities have their own suit. Mark has the traditional one. You have Steven who has... Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight or Which the suit. I think, <laughs> so I know I know. in the first episode I shit on the accent and then like it was like, okay, it's fine. It's whatever. growing on you, isn't it? It is, but only in the respect of how he's playing Steven. Yes, and, and yeah. honestly... Uh, Oscar Isaacs is the star of the show by far. Oh yeah. Like yeah. there's no, nobody he's... like acting at his level in this, the, the way it goes from personality to personality. He's, he's outshining the great Ethan Hawke. <laughs> he, he is kind of, but I mean, but that's, but that's a sign of a good actor though. Yeah. Like, and I know, and I, I know everybody, you know, since he was in Star Wars, everybody's been blowing Oscar Isaac. Oh, he's so great. He's so handsome. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't think I want to hear that. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to start texting you that sound now. He's so handsome that uh, they put a prosthetic on him and made him ugly in X-Men. <laughs> X-Men, yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> and Oscar, painted him purple. Oscar, we're going to put a prosthetic on you white. We don't want people... Uh, It'll Jer- say jerking it to apocalypse. Okay? <laughs> it'll, it'll save your career because nobody will believe it's you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> this, movie's pretty much. Yeah. this movie's pretty shitty. We're trying to save your career, buddy. Sorry about that. But he he he's playing these characters really well. Oh yeah. And his his shitty Cockney accent actually works. It does. Now, like, now, that, I mean, it's three episodes in and like, you know, there's really been no like way to be like, well, can you fucking stop it by now? No, it's, it, but like the first episode to come, like you're, you're, you're taking a back and you're like, wait, well, what the fuck? Cause even, even Casey, my wife, she goes, is he really British? And I go, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> are you fucking kidding? I go, if he was British, he'd have a, he'd have a way better accent. But isn't that's it, thing. Isn't it funny you think that just because every like American actor has a British accent, has a British accent. you're like, hmm, is this guy like, we, we could probably do an episode of like a game on some like British or not, right? you know, <laughs> but that's the, that's, what does his real voice sound like? Right. But that's, but that, but that's the thing is now, it, now it's kind of grown on you. And well, it, it not works. only is it grown on it works because it's, that's his personality. But that's, but, and, I mean, it's how he's playing the character. Yes. Yeah. And what I like even better is when they switch mid fight and 
he's in fucking the the Mr. Knight costume. He's like, hold on, guys. Time out. Time out. Hold on. Let's all calm down. I know we're a bit worked up. Let's, let's all talk about it. <laughs> and then he gets fucking impaled. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there like, bro, no. <laughs> but but it works for the Mr. Knight character. Oh, no, it, it does. But it's just like sitting there like, no, bro. And he's like, he's like, Mark, take over. Mark, take over. Take Mark, over. Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> And then the best part, that's why I was like thinking when Jake shows up, I honestly think we're going to see. But Jake also also kind of showed up during that fight in the, in the horse arena. Kind of did. Because when he's Mark's in there fighting and then you kind of see him lose a little bit control and he's really just starting to beat. Like he's just, he's just wailing it up a bit. And then you notice he kind of snaps out of it when, when Steven starts talking and he's like, wait, what the fuck? Cause he, he, he's not trying to. He's just trying to incapacitate these guys. He's not trying to kill them. He's trying not trying to fully be lethal. Yeah. And then you have the switch. So it shows that Steven's getting used to, you know, kind of taking control. Yeah. He's starting to figure it out. And I've liked how they've developed that over the three episodes. Oh, absolutely. But they didn't do it to where like, okay, now he can fucking switch whenever he wants. Now he knows how to do it. No. And they show it at a slower pace where now he's, more comfortable talking to him through the, through the mirror. And then he's like, you know, then he's like, let me have control just real quick. Let me have control. Yeah. And it's only between Steven and Mark, Mark. but also Steven's now kind of slowly, slowly understanding that there's really not a choice in this. He can't just be like, well, I'm going to go home. Yeah. He wants to run away, but he slowly starting to realize that he, he can't run home. Because if he like he's starting to say that if he runs home, they're still gonna come out. They're still gonna come after him, or and a lot of people will die. You know, and and he's really like, okay, this is really a big thing. And through the episode, through little things, with the boat ride between Mark and Layla, you kind of see Mark becoming a little bit more human, or showing his human side. Like he's yeah. kind of letting that guard down. And then he brings it back up on brings it back up automatically when he realizes what's really at stake. Yeah, not just all the lives that if Ahmed gets resurrected and and you know gets to do whatever the fuck Ahmed wants, but also that if he gets used up, Layla's next. Well, the thing that is going to be interesting, I want to know if Mark knows about the third personality because it kind of it, it's kind of a I don't think he did because, because in the in the scene. He basically was like, I didn't do it. it yeah, when they, when they were out on the on it, the 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 cliff or whatever. And he's like, it wasn't me, I swear. Yeah, Steven's like, Mark, what are you doing? This is too far. And Mark's like, I, I didn't do this. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't do this. And you can kind of see when uh Conchie's like, take him to the cliff. Yeah. Mark's kind of like, I, I don't want to do that. But then you kind of see him, you know, almost kind of begrudgingly do it. Yeah. And he just wants the guy to talk. But then, of course, he pulls the, you know, hail Amit. And, hail yeah. Amit and then kills himself. You know, hail Amit, full of crocodile. <laughs> Bring me leather handbags. <laughs> um, so may, I, th- may I, thy Nile River run deep. I don't fucking I, know. I, I, I want to ask you guys this. And because this is one of the issues that I had um, with the episode overall. Anytime I saw a reflective person, uh, reflective surface, I pretty much knew they were going to talk to each other. Like that became like too big of a trope, like way too quick for the episode. It was like that knife's really shiny. He's going to talk to himself in it. 
oh, there's a there's a window over there. He's probably going to talk, talk to himself in it. Like it, it, it just became like too much already. It was I think well, they, especially they, when he broke the he took the jeep mirror and just yeah. smashed the jeep mirror and took it with him. But that's um. But I think I think they could have they could have accomplished the same thing without having have needing a reflective surface like every single time because Stephen can talk to him. You know, since he's a voice inside his head, anytime he wants. I don't think he really needs the mirror. Yeah. Or reflective surface. Now I did like the fact that in the uh in the welfare uh Pedro Pascal guy's uh little museum thing that he had outside, which I thought was really fucking stupid. Um, you have all these priceless fucking artifacts outside in glass fucking pyramids <laughs> that don't look like they have any fucking doors. It's like, oh yes, it's all here. Oh, take a look. It's open. <laughs> it's open. Eight to nine every day. But when he's sitting there, he's like, okay, well, look at this. Okay, take this piece, take that piece. Like, it showed him working together. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then when he let Steven take over to rebuild the map, uh, Steven was going off on uh, being uh, autistic. Um, My wife calls it an autistic tangent. When I just go into something that I like, I'm like, ooh, this, 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 and this. All right. Um, (laughs) So you're going off for any one of your tangents? I was like, yep. Um, and, uh, but he, but you see Layla next to him, kind of looking at him, and I don't want to say giving him like googly eyes, but just kind of like, you know. Oh, well, because Stephen all together, he's the perfect man. <laughs> he's he's rough and <laughs> and stylish <laughs> and mysterious, <laughs> and then he's goofy and a fucking nerd. That scene alone just showed the acting chops because the way he kept snapping from character to character, oh, yeah. oh, it was just like, yeah. you, you, I want to see how that was filmed. Like, was it filmed in one sequence to where it was just like, as soon as you hear the gun pulled, snap into the other character and okay, let's do your thing real quick. Go from one to the other, like right away. Yeah. You know, because it was, it, it, it was like a flawless type transition from one to the other. And again, I, if you didn't know that Oscar Isaacs was a very good actor, you're seeing that in this, yeah. like he is definitely the shining star in here to where, you know, most in, in this day and age, and I I say this a lot. I don't know if there are any like good actors that aren't like huge at this point. It seems that we rely on the same seventy year old people to do roles over and over again. Yeah, over and over again. There is no risky business type movie out there that's introducing somebody that's brand new that you're like that guy has it. Um, so. You're seeing a lot going on there, and I know it's probably like Oscar Isaacs is probably almost fucking 40 at this point, you know, so it's later on in his career. I don't even know how old he is. How old is he? I'm looking it up. Um, Yes, he's a year older than me, so he's 43. Um, Oh, wow. He's my age. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and he's just coming into his own, but it's it's a, it's a new, fresh face that you're not seeing plastered on but everything. But he he started acting early on, like he was like, like yeah, he wasn't. It's he's one of those actors that that's been around, but has never really, I don't want to say given a shot, but he hasn't been in that movie where that's made him a a, a big a big bigger deal. a big name. Plus, you also have to throw in the fact that, especially nowadays, it just seems like to make it big in he's Hollywood. He's Solid Snake, by the way. 
Yeah. That's one of his next big roles. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I thought you were talking about it in the video. He's like, no, he wasn't. No, no. Solid like, Snake's it, voice. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, Metal Gear Solid, the movie. He's the movie. Gonna he's going to play Solid oh, Snake. Oh, my God. And, like, nowadays. I I, I'm, like, I didn't know that. And now that I do, I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. Nowadays, like, he like, looks like. He like, looks I, like it. I'm putting the bandana on his head right now. Like, or the the. The, yeah, on and his the head eye and, patch. Yeah, imagine what the eye patch. It'll yeah, be perfect. Like it, it works. I'm just waiting for him to stand there and talk. God damn it! <laughs> that's his next voice. His yeah. what, what if if that's Jake's voice? That would be Jake hilarious. If Jake comes out and Jake's fucking solid, like he just turns around. All of a sudden, has the eye patch and the bandana. <laughs> Call me Snake. <laughs> he's practicing. Right, he's practicing to to be in the reboot of Escape from uh, Escape from New York. You're Escape yeah. from New York. Um, uh, oh yeah. god damn it now, now I'm like You know what That actually might be A fun film to watch It would But that's the thing Is Oscar Isaac Is part of the Newer generation of actors That yeah. he will get Like the roles now Yeah after, Cause, Especially cause, after this Cause right now He's uh, they, they got pre-production Going for Metal Gear Solid Solid Snake And then Francis And the Godfather He's playing Francis Ford Coppola Yep And I'm like going The thing that has me worried Is I hope if Oscar Isaac hits it really big, we don't have an issue of him, like say with like what we have with Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Where, okay, well they only have a set amount of time that they can play these characters. I'd like to see Oscar Isaacs play Moon Knight for a while. Well, I mean, I think, I think he, he can, if they, if they, if they're smart about it, if he yes. wants to, yeah, well that, yeah, if he wants to, but also I, you know what? I don't think, I mean, he, I don't think he would, I don't think he would turn down coming back to this role. I hope not. But I, I, mean, I, 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 don't, I, like, I don't think you accept this role unless you're into it for long yeah. term. Well, because like reading, when they, when they probably pitched it to him, he probably actually knows what the whole next phase of Marvel looks like. And like, we're not going to waste your time with six episodes or one season. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, but I also think, you know, this is like, Disney sees him as a, a, I don't say commodity, but that's the asset best, as an asset, Probably a safe not. one. Yeah. Because one, he can go back and do star Wars. If they, you know, continue, if they continue, on. if they do anything with Poe Dameron. Yeah. But he, he can continue to record for the Disneyland yeah. Um, rides. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's the thing is that he's, he's versatile and he can go do other stuff. He can come back and do Moon Knight. But I think if they're like, they're, they're, they've got to be smart. Be like, Hey, look, we want you to stay around you want to work on this project? Okay, cool. You want, and like, from my understanding, he had a lot of creative input on how they shot Moon Knight and everything. Oh yeah. Him and Ethan Hawke. So they both had like a lot of say in this. So he's got, he got to have creative control of a character of, of a character. Nobody knows about, uh, you shape it the way you want it. So yeah, you're comfortable with but it. But I think also too, I think he's a smart person and a smart actor to where he went and checked out the source material. Maybe. Like I, I would. I, I'm I not saying. I, I don't, I, I, I'm not saying he went and read every. Exactly. I'm saying he probably went. I, I would hope that he went and read like the more recent ones, j- j- to have an idea of who this character is. And normally, with a lot of the actors, I think they do do it. I always wonder that, or if this is like, hey, I'm in New York. I'm going to go to Midtown Comics and pick up a comic book that I'm in. Like I'm acting to act like I'm reading. The well, it seems like the the actors that they've chosen in Marvel have always gone and done that. They've always gone back and checked the source material. I mean, the famous one was Benedict Cumberbatch. Just when he's filming 
uh, when he's filming Doctor Strange, he shows up in the comic book shop to pick up Doctor Strange comics so he can read. What the hell? Do I know? But How do I that's act? My thing, but that's my thing, though. That's that's the thing, though, is that before none of the actors, I don't think any actor went and, you know, if they made a movie based off of off of a book or 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 whatever. Before Marvel? Before Marvel? Before before. Before the modern age, before of, the modern age of of Marvel films, so I'm I'm including yeah. X Men in the in this as well. So I don't think a lot of those I don't think a lot of them went and read any X Men. Yeah, I yeah, think it was I one of those so. things that Hugh Jackman took Wolverine on, and then he's like, "Well, shit, this is popular. I better figure out what the fuck Wolverine is." But that's and but that, you know and, after the first <laughs> yeah after the yeah, but it's it's I that's a new generation of actors or the you know the, these of these stars in these Marvel films. I think they're going back and looking at the source material. Because they they want to make sure they play the character right to do right by the fans. One, so the fans don't shit all over them, even though some fans are still going to shit all over them. Yeah. Also, two, to be like, it's going to be a lot of money. I want to come back. You want to come back. I want to return it. Yeah, but I think Disney slash Marvel are smart enough to be like, hey, here's this, and then we got some other stuff we want to do with you. And I'm sure at this point, you know, they're like, hey, what do you, you know... I don't want to say they're giving a blank check, like tell us what you want to be paid, but I'm certain they're like, Hey, we want to pay you this much to do this project. Oh, uh, like I'm sure I'm they're sure. offering up the money to be like, Hey, you'd be stupid to turn this money down. Yeah. The offer that you can't refuse. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it, like you said, if he, if he is a smart man, it's like, Hey, I'll, it, uh, maybe it's not about the money. Maybe it's about freedom and getting stuff that he wants produced. Because I don't know if you know that's how they got Affleck back. Yeah, they for got Batman. Batman was that you know Ben's Wait, like he, you, is he back as Batman? Well, now, he or? is in the Flash. Yes. Yes. Um, but I don't even think that's remember. Remember, Greg, that is <laughs> yeah, that but, is the DC world where chaos reigns. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but Affleck is like, you guys fucked me over on the Batman movie I wanted to do. Why should I come back? We'll produce your next six films. All right, cool. I'll put on the cowl again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sweet. Now we're gonna get good, good, Goodwill Hunting two through fucking six. Six, or how about Geely two? <laughs> so you, you know, I think no, that's it, Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl was good. I like Jersey Girl. <laughs> Judge me, it's fine. Judge me, it's fine. Nah, we're I'm kind of glad you left when I was a kid. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, Jersey Girl liking fuck. Fine. Damn. Uh, There's your father's son night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> son, we're going to watch Jersey Girl. Yes, <laughs> I won't. I'll give you your present after. <laughs> um, it's a Blu-ray special edition of Jersey Girl. Yeah, with, com- <laughs> with commentary from Athlete Carlin and Lopez. <laughs> um, but, I got at the bargain bin at Bookman's. <laughs> yeah, it's $5 bin at Walmart. I was drunk. Um, so we got introduced to the midnight man this week also oh that was cool Un- unfortunately that man is dead um we so, think we think no the actual actor is dead oh i, I thought you meant the character <laughs> i'm like we think but yeah the actor actually did pass away i, I mean yeah so un- you know that there'll be a recast if that is something that they go forward with in the future but you know again with me not being familiar with some of the things that they're introducing is midnight man, like a big thing to see for you, David to moon Knight, Yeah. Okay. Because like the midnight, the midnight man was actually one of the first villains moon Knight ever had to face off. And he was kind of like portrayed back in the day as like the ultimate thief in Marvel. That's why his big shtick was like, he would only, he would only do any of his heists at midnight. 
and then hence the name the Midnight Man. And then like for Moon Knight purposes, it's his son that's actually really important because Mark Spector takes Midnight Man's son under his wing and trains him to kind of become like a superhero. And he be, and he be, takes the name Midnight. So that's why that's why I was like going. I knew about the circumstances about the the actor, which I was like going, man, this is gonna really be sad if that's the only time we see Midnight because that is an intricate part of the Moon Knight mythology. Is you know, not only the fact that it's one of his rogues gallery, but also like the child of the Midnight Man becomes technically Moon Knight's sidekick. But how does that and work? So they're setting up a bigger universe here, which probably means that they will have more seasons. Cause I don't see that being something that is completed as if we're talking about our cliffhanger oh. or our setup for season two. Um, I mean, th- there was visuals during those scenes like that. I didn't see until I started kind of doing research notes, but you know, he was standing on the top of the was standing on the top of the clock and it was striking midnight midnight. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't, I didn't, again, as a person that doesn't know, but I think that's the perfect time to do things is is to set it up for Greg and David, the people that kind of know the characters versus somebody like me who's just like, okay, it makes sense. TikTok, TikTok, like the, you know, clock's running. Okay, I, I understand what's going on. Not not ever looking at a clock and going, oh, it just struck midnight. Um, well, they're the be- referencing something. The beautiful thing is, yeah, it's a great reference for comic book fans, but it doesn't take away from like a regular person's viewing. Yeah. You like, don't, you, you don't, can you, still watch that scene and that yeah. scene was really well done. Yeah. You won't, you won't miss anything if you don't know the character, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like David said, it's still a great scene in general for, for any, any person watching it. Sorry, yeah. Burp and try not to burp. <laughs> Very good. Like, I was like, I can't see you. Are you okay? He's choking yeah. on something. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to burp into the mic and be like, have it be like, yeah. So this guy, <laughs> But that's the that's the thing about like, I, in all of the series that we've covered, I think Moon Knight is the one that I feel if you were to just watch this as a regular person, yeah, in the very beginning you're going to be confused because they dropped you into it. But in three episodes, I think what Moon Knight has done is something that all the series it takes them a long time, a many a couple episodes for them to do, which is. Get the mass audience to buy in on this character. Just focus on the character. But I think the way the pacing has been in this show, that's how they accomplish that in there, such a yeah. short amount of time. Yeah. There is no slow parts. There There's is no, no part. That, part. But even if there's there is like, no phone, like I call them phone moments. Where yeah, there's, there's, where there's, you're like, uh, let me go see. Let me, let me go check my post- Twitter. Let me go check Facebook or Instagram yeah, or yeah. TikTok real quick. Or like, are there the, any new nudes out there? Or like, say for example, like, uh, Compare it to the last series I watched, which was Hawkeye. I, I I liked Hawkeye, but like the pacing of that was very slow, yeah. and a lot of it was deliberate. Like a lot of the moments, they hanged on to it. But here, it's like no, we Moon Knight. We have to introduce you right away and make sure that you buy into him. But that's that's the thing though, is that they do it at a pace that isn't too quick. And it's not too slow. And even even the parts that are quote unquote slow moments aren't. Like they always interject something to kind of like the boat. They keep boat the energy, scene. like the boat scene where they're sitting there talking and they're having this. But they're pushing the narrative forward. It's not bullshit. Yeah. And then, yeah. You, and then you have like the party on the boat, you know, the the, the lady doing the, the the yell and 
<clears throat> and he's like, oh, I remember that from our wedding and this and that and, and mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And if you think about it, I mean, I thought about I thought about this after I watched wa uh, finished watching the, the this episode. Comparatively, Bobby, when me and you covered WandaVision, right? Think about the pacing in that one. WandaVision was like really slow. It took maybe about five episodes for us to understand what's going on. But in Moon Knight... Yeah, it took five episodes, but in each one of those five episodes, I got to check out Kat Dennings. <laughs> that too. But, like, it, there's no wasted space in Moon Knight. No, there's... Every but scene I, has, I, has, I, I has, a, has a point. I wouldn't compare WandaVision to this because, I, like, in WandaVision, I think it was slow because it was creating that mysterious, like, tone to it. But also, and they, and but, each, dealing, but also each episode was, like, a different... yeah. Uh, sitcom well era. also yeah. the you were dealing with a, a subject matter about grieving i mean when you think about it that series was a story about grief yeah and and, and, and again i might kind of poke at the fact that marvel marvel's following the formula but you know they're following the formula as far as you know we have our intro we have our mid-season where our people run into something and then we'll have yes. our finale that will finish it but when you talk about like Wanda, or you even talk about uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was like, we had your intro, which was introducing like the characters as where they were. You had your mid-season, which was, okay, I can understand that these three people all think they're right, uh, like, you know, in a reality world, that there is there really a villain here, and then we have our conclusion to where, you know, our hero finally gets his shield. We're running into that to come with that same type of thing in Moon Knight, except that middle part is our, our, our hero is losing his powers, you know, and then our finale will be how does he gain it back and earn the trust of whatever is happening so he can fight this how does he impending country? doom. So, you know, again, I'm not knocking the formula when it comes to that. I'm not knocking the acting, the directing, the action, none of that. I, I think the expectation for this, and it might just be, you know, my headcanon, is like, how do you guys feel watching this, knowing that there will be a blade high into Marvel and going, if they're doing it with this character, what are they going to do with Blade? You, you know like, what? do we trust Deadpool as a Disney product now? Um, are they going to be able to push the the homophobic, the trans, those type of jokey joke moments that that Deadpool had? Because we're watching them handle um, Moon Knight at this point. Like Greg said, it's just basically another action figure that a kid is playing with. Yes, and like. You know what the funny part is? I remember you bringing this up uh, prior to us even starting the series, bringing up Blade. Moon Knight makes me more comfortable for Blade, but it makes me more uncomfortable for Deadpool. Because here's the thing. With Blade, I can see that basically I doubt they're going to go dark. I doubt they're going to do a truly dark thing. With Blade... So meaning violence, you know, probably take away the sex factor of like vampires. They might dull that down, but I'm willing to actually be more open to see, okay, what, what's their interpretation then? Because I went into this series thinking the same exact thing of Moon Knight. It's going to be ultra violent. It has to be ultra violent, has to be messed up. And yeah, I haven't gotten that, but they still have pulled off a good, series so far 
So that's the thing. Now, Deadpool's different though. Deadpool, I think, is going to be much more difficult because he's already established. He's already established, and again, those to- the topics and tones that they bring up in that are way different than any Disney morals that you know are out there at this point. With you know Disney and the whole Florida being all fucked up with "Don't Say Gay" and everything yeah. else, and them removing boys and girls from the intro to Disneyland to welcome people or whatever it's called because they don't want to you know offend people that don't associate with boys and girls like Deadpool is that character that goes out there. And it's just like, at at what point does Disney risk it? Because we thought this might be a vision of what they were doing. And the fact that they released those Netflix shows beforehand, it was just like, well, maybe they're willing to push it because they're putting that stuff on the app. But with this, we saw some of the most like kind of gruesome fight scenes, but there was no like there's no blood. blood or anything it was just kind of like it was far different from the first episode yes and that's what that's what i took away from that when in regards to like the whole concept of like are we ever going to see a darker side of marvel and to be honest i don't think so well, i don't think we'll ever see a darker side of marvel because it's not unfortunately it's not bankable it really isn't. It ruins the whole bankability of what Disney wants to do. They don't want to just cater to one, one, you know, niche audience. Well, no, they don't want to, you know, cater to guys in their thirties and early forties. You know, they want to cater to the guys with the kids and everything else. Kids so we can bring it else. in. Cause how else are we going to sell happy meals or, um, toys or anything, even though we all buy toys. How are um, you going to, how are you going to make it a generational thing? Yeah. And that's the problem. That's why I'm like, I, I thought about this, Bobby. I don't think we'll ever see Deadpool. I don't think we will. You, you think they're just keep putting it off. They'll keep putting it off. I think they will truly keep putting it off because unless now this was an, this was an idea that I thought about and I talked about it with uh, Michael Flores off the, air in another show but like the only way you could possibly do Deadpool is if Deadpool just fully embraces the fourth wall aspect and just goes totally satire and they introduce the beeps like there was a cool there was an idea that basically have Deadpool start off saying yeah uh, introduce uh, like he welcomes everybody and then basically says, Oh, there, by the way, there's something I can't essentially say because of the great mouse and yada, yada, yada. And then you have him beep it and that becomes a thing. Okay. That takes care of the swear word element. Yeah. But it doesn't, it, the ultra violent is thing. the ultra violent. Yeah. And, and, and again, the theme, the themes and tones of like, you're never going to see Deadpool in a, an Asian strip club dancing around a pole or you're not going to see Deadpool. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. What, He's the, it's the only movie, superhero movie, where you see the hero masturbate in the middle of the, yeah. <laughs> the movie. But but when it, when it reflects back to this, again, Disney's doing what Disney does. And I shouldn't expect anything more or less than that. I just, I've like, I think the expectation was there that we were going to get a lot more than we've gotten. And so, I don't know. Again, it, it doesn't take away from it. It's just... It's an expectation as like an adult superhero nerd guy that you're like, okay, I can handle adult themes, but I, I don't, I just don't think we're going to get there with, I don't, uh, um, I don't. So 
Deadpool is going to happen. Will we see him like in a regular Marvel film? Like, will we see him pop up in the next big whatever Marvel film out after uh, Doctor Strange? Yeah. And outside of his, we will. Will he be toned down? Probably. Probably. Most likely because if they have him in a movie that's PG-13, he can only get away with like one or two swear words. Yes. And, and as then, I said, the easiest way to get around it is the beep joke. And then you can even, <laughs> but then, and two with that, you can even have him be like, the fuck is this? <laughs> like who's beeping? Who, who's censoring me? And like, do, have, do you because, guys hear that? Yeah. And nobody else can hear it because, and you play into that fact that, you know, in the comics, Deadpool talks to himself and has, a Deadpool. He's he has multiple na- narrators and stuff. Yeah, in his head, so it's easily done. But it's the violence but, aspect. Well, okay. So he, here's the thing: we want it violent as much as possible. We want violence. We want you know ultra violence. All violence is legal. Yeah. But the thing we're gonna get is we're gonna get violence to a degree. We're going to get violence to a degree that parents are comfortable having their kids watch. The implied blood. Yeah. yeah. Either implied, no blood, or there is blood, but that they, they cut away from it. Yeah. Because like you guys said, they're trying, they're not only trying to market this to, to people our age who still buy toys, <laughs> but they're also marketing it to the kids mm-hmm. in a way or you know, if some kid's dad's watching Moon Knight and the little kid comes in, you know, the parent be like, okay, it's okay to watch. There's no... You don't have you, to turn away. You yeah, there's no, all, there's no gore. There's no, you know, just, you know, mount, you know, rivers of blood. They can easily, you know, skip past parts. They can easily just, like, you know, cover their kid's eyes. Or the kid's fine, or they're fine with their oh, kids yeah. seeing it. The, 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 and that way, when they go to the parks, like Bobby and Bobby even said, they're, they're they, they can sell the merchandise. Exactly. But... I don't think Disney is going to be like, okay, cool. This character is never going to show up in these other films. When fans want it, on it, Disney will find a way to make it happen. And like you said, the beeping, if they do it right and they make it part of Deadpool's like shtick, shtick, when he's in those other movies, then it works. Because then you works. have, because then when you have him go back to his films, he's like, hold on, I got to check something. Fuck. Oh, we got the R rating. All right, perfect. <laughs> yeah, and see, see and that's the thing is that that's, that's how it works. That's the thing. That's the thing. How I think that they can make the Deadpool thing work. And it's funny because everyone focuses on Deadpool, right? There's actually one character I am truly worried about how you how you bring him in is Logan. Yeah, but Wolverine's it, like. But but we've on, seen dude. twenty years or twenty five years of Logan, not. Do Logan things. Only Old Man Logan was the only film yeah. that they pushed the the the, the thing. The but that's the thing is, is that they they can they can do everything for those characters to a degree. They can okay, we're gonna have this character be who they are up to this point to where we don't cross that line. Because kids kids love Wolverine. Still. Oh, yeah. Fuckers not in any movies, cartoons, nothing. And he's still fucking more popular than anybody. anybody. <laughs> And so they're going to do it to where, okay, kids can watch it, parents can watch it, but there's enough in there for both of them. Yeah. Because Disney's gotten really good at having something for both parents and And kids kids in their films. So while I understand the worry, it's kind of, I'm kind of going to give the thing that I gave when I did tech support for Apple and people bitched about the iPhone not having the the latest camera (laughs) that some fucking Samsung phone had. 
is they're going to take time to make it quality and to try and make it something that everybody will enjoy. Yeah. No, I, it, I, I agree with that whole statement right there. So um, with that, I think we're going to take our quick break and we'll come back with our final thoughts. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BRAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine pique your curiosity Mm. and even blow you away plus free shipping always sent in discreet packaging go to adamandeve.com now get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN again that's RAINMAN because without it no free stuff that's RainMan at AdamandEve.com. All right, we are back. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash Digital and give us some money. Give us your hard-earned money because we work hard for you. And I'm not talking erection style, <laughs> unless David is right now. I don't know. $10 to Buku. <laughs> Alabama Kings. Bukaki for $20. $20 Please. to Buku. Um, all right, I'm going to go first this week. Uh, I'm going to give it a 75. Um, I seem to be floating in that range. I'm not blown away by anything that they're doing. It, it, it is a good, solid TV show. It is an easy watch. It The, the acting is great. The um, directing, the visuals, the sound. Like, the, there's nothing I can complain about it, but there's nothing that is standing out for me to be like, that one scene was fucking excellent. Um, I'm, I'm seeing people do their job, um, well, and so again, there's no, I mean, I don't have any complaints, but I also don't have like huge shining moments of like, I'm in awe of, so 75 for me. I'm in raw? Raw. Yes. Aha, ting. (laughs) Go ahead, Greg. Uh, so for me this week, uh, I'm actually gonna give it an 80. Uh, for me, it's, it's more so every time I see a Marvel, uh, a TV show or, or film, uh, having done like 3d modeling and, and special effects, especially like compositing and everything like that, or visual effects. That's the right word. Mm-hmm. They're getting really good. Like with every film, every TV show it's getting better and better. They're their compositing team, their visual effects team are amazing. The the model for Conchu is probably one of the best that they've seen. It's, and it's it works yeah. really they they it it's composited into the scenes really well to it looks like it's part of there. Like even like when they're in the desert. Mm-hmm. Totally doesn't feel out of place. Uh definitely building something up. Uh the reason why for me it's an eighty, not just because of the constantly improving visual effects, but it was the scene with the other gods and then with Haro and the emotion it gave out and the reaction that I was, I, I gave it, which I think is what they were going for. And then at the end when 
Haro's like, you know, I'm the I am I'm this because of you and, yes. and all this. And then it ends. I'm like, man, fuck you. And it wasn't so and it was it was part because it's at a cliffhanger, but also part you know, partly because like fuck you, Haro, bitch. <laughs> Long hair, Ethan Hawk, motherfucker. So for me this week it's an eighty. David. See, now this is why, Bobby, I'm loving this series that made you recover because you're like on one side of the spectrum and I knew me, me and you would be like opposites. My score for this one is a 88. You like how he doesn't even mention me in that at all. It's well, just, no, because you you're you right in the middle. So you're, our, you're the love child. You're our love child. <laughs> Figuratively and actually, I am actually sitting in between the both of them. Exactly. That's even more interesting. We have the balance. But like for me, the one thing that's always been shining for me for this series so far is number one, the cinematography. I love the cinematography in this. Even more so than what I've seen in probably the one series that had my favorite cinematography was winter soldier. The cinematography that was just glorious here. I see more creativity in it, especially playing around with the the lighting that the one scene you mentioned about the gods, the lighting in that was so creatively done to make it look natural. Well, it made, even, it made it feel ominous too, and it felt it, ominous. There was tone to it. Yeah. And normally when I see a Marvel film, everything looks bright and yeah. flat like well, a video game, yeah, which isn't did, a bad they thing. Did a great, it's not, but they did a great job in this, not only with the lighting, like you said, to make it look natural, but then the, the color palette of the scene. Yeah. The color palettes is just really, it's on point to tell a good story for emotions well, and it, and it standpoint. Fits, and it fits the character. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to the performances of the characters, I think this was probably you know, the best we've seen from both Ethan Hawke, uh, Ethan Hawke and uh, Oscar Isaacs. The, the moment that you, we got where Oscar Isaacs is answering to the gods and he has to go back and forth. And then he's talking as Conchu. That would, that's tough. That's incredibly tough, but it was also very well done on his part. And Hawk is Haro. This is actually one of the more complex villains I've ever seen in the MCU because yes, while, while you said Greg, you know, fuck Haro in the end because that's how we're supposed to but feel. The, but right. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean is that, but we understand where Haru is because he looks at Khonshu and basically says, you made me to do this, Yeah. but you're not willing to go full out. So it's very hypocritical. So yeah. we understand Haru's side and it taps into one of the strengths that MCU does with some of its really great villains is make them relatable and in a lot of ways likable. Yeah. Like you understand why Haro is this cult like figure and why people follow him. Every time he's on this, uh, on, on, on screen, his, his arguments you always have that feel. I always have that feeling in the back of my head. I'm going, yeah, you know, he's kind of, I right. believe him. I believe him. Yeah. He, he brings, he brings up like, you know, Oh, I, I can see where he's coming from. Like I could totally, I can, I could side with him, <clears throat> but then you, but then you think about it, you're like, mm. uh, yeah, exactly. And this episode just was probably the best we've seen of that for that character. Yeah. So I was pretty high on this, on this episode at 88. 
All right, 88, that gives us an 81 overall. Again, a, a solid show. I say we all say it's worth a watch. Um, yeah, so far. And, and yeah. It if, you ha- start, if you haven't started yet and you've been listening to our reviews, I, you just go watch them now because you're going to be like, I don't know what's going on. I keep listening to the show, but I don't know what's going on. They keep saying this Kanju fellow, and I have no clue who he is. <laughs> Kanju, Ganja, are they smoking the weed? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, with that, we're going to say good night, and we will talk to you next week. Okay, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up!